It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Part 18. I live my best life on unemployment. I never vacation worry-free for months on end before. Sure, there were times I was unemployed after rage quitting a job, but the ecstasy never outlived the panic to find the next $18 an hour abusive situation. Getting paid to stay home was an eye-opener. Life could be amazing for all of us with a universal basic income. There's no reason for all of us to work when computers can do so many tasks on our behalf. The only reason any $18 an hour job exists is to rape the planet out of existence so asshole billionaires can own extra yachts and private jets. COVID-19 brought to light that our lives exist in a misery machine that rich people could have switched off at any time. I personally have never been happier or felt more fulfilled than when I got paid to stay home. I was free to sleep when I wanted, eat and drink when I wanted, poop when I wanted, work on hobby projects and be creative when I wanted, and just exist without a sense of existential dread. Something I never did was order food from the delivery apps. I just couldn't. When I supervised my group home, a hygiene-challenged teenager with a beater vehicle used all the delivery apps to make money. The jalopy he drove to transport food for customers was absolutely disgusting, just packed with filth. Even though I admired his hustle, I wouldn't want to eat anything he moved inside his smelly car. About once a week, I would mask up and walk to the grocery store. This was my main form of exercise. I would walk to the grocery store, then challenge myself to carry back heavier and heavier items. I also never cooked so much at home. I bought a cast iron skillet and lived off burgers and steaks. I guess that qualified as cooking. I also bought a blender and mixed many flavorful margaritas and pina coladas. Assured that the next $800 was always a week away, and with more good food and drink than I could consume, I happily settled into an astronaut sleep schedule and did my part to slow the spread. I watched everything the mainstreaming services had to offer, including movies from foreign libraries. I did not date during this time. I also hadn't dated during my housing and employment crisis. There wasn't a good way to date while living with my Jewish landlady and the fattest man alive, or a good way to date while living with Tammy, or a good way to date while getting my substance abuse counseling certification. Living in my peaceful brick apartment would have been a great time to start socializing again, but now the world was afflicted with COVID. I didn't exactly feel lonely, even though I was alone 95% of the time, but re-downloaded the dating apps to start some conversations. Suspiciously, most of the women with whom I connected weren't interested in simply being pen pals. Even though my profile said I was only seeking a chat buddy, I got hit with a lot of, so are we ever going to meet or are you wasting my time? I judged women who were so willing to thumb their noses at the pandemic. They would argue, 
but you have any symptoms? Neither do I, so it's fine. I imagine this debate played out between thousands of other would-be couples like us and hoped most would decide not to take the risk. Then something wonderful happened. I met a stunning brunette named Sam, who was also only seeking a chat buddy. Like me, she wanted to see the pandemic resolve as quickly and fully as possible and saw dating as an unnecessary, maybe even selfish risk. So we spent the summer getting to know each other over text and video. Sam started the morning tradition of pouring her coffee, then calling me on video to watch the sunrise. She worked as a recruiter for a large company that ran charitable golf tournaments and was involved with several neighborhood and nonprofit projects. She was one of those very social and effective communicators who stayed busy working on complex initiatives that would improve the community. Her favorite animal was the bat. I've always liked people who can name a clear favorite animal. To take the time to reflect on all the wildlife, decide which one is the subjective best, and advocate for it through art and sharing is something only a special person does. My coffee chats with Sam sustained my spirit throughout most of the COVID summer. Unfortunately, maybe because I was otherwise not talking to people, I forgot there are aspects of my personality I shouldn't share. I thought I went on a funny rant about how much I hate hillbillies, but a flip switched and Sam suddenly found me derogatory and unpleasant. I backpedaled to explain that I only met my past upstairs neighbors, but the damage was done. No more sunrise coffee chats with Sam. Losing my sunrise coffee chats with Sam caused me to feel the crushing weight of my solitude, so I decided to say fuck it and meet the next woman in person. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.